This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. This is Baseball Outside the Box with Peter Caliendo. Innovative thoughts from baseball's best coaching minds from around the world. Brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Now your host, former USA Baseball National Team coach, Peter Caliendo. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you're at in the U.S. and around the world. Welcome to Baseball Outside the Box. This is a show that loves to interview baseball's best coaching minds who love the challenge of status quo. And I'm your host, Pete Caliendo. We are just coming off a great convention, the BC Minor Baseball 34th Annual Virtual Coaches Convention, 20 speakers. I was proud to be their host. It was a great time, great coaches, great presenters. Um, we had over 200 coaches on the virtual event. Um, if you want to check it out, go to www.bccoaches.ca. And you can still register and get all the videos on there, all the presentations. They are outstanding. Think about that, 20 or plus. So, again, thank you to BC Minor Baseball, Vancouver, Canada, all my buddies there. I'll be going there pretty soon here for their 11th caravan that I'll be involved in. That is a coach's caravan all over Vancouver, Vancouver Island, um, we got over 3,000 people that come every city we attend, and we help educate players, coaches, and parents, and get them excited for the game of baseball. So they're doing a great job there. Keep it up, everybody, and hope to see you soon. Again, do us a favor. Help us out. Get the show out. Social media, you're helping us a lot. We're in over 100 countries. We thank you for all that to all our listeners. And let's not waste any time. There's a lot of announcements. We'll try to make if we can during the show. Uh, but right now, we are heading to Taiwan, the great and beautiful country of Taiwan, and the be- one of the best baseball countries in the world. What great baseball. I've been there so many times. I love the people there and love the baseball, and I learned so much from them. And that's why we're going back there. We're going to talk to one of the coaches in Taiwan, Larry Lin from Taichung. I've been to Taichung in uh, another great city. Uh, tell you quickly about Larry, and then we'll get started. Larry's got he's got an MBA at Royal Roads University in Canada. Did that online. Uh, he studied at California State University in Fullerton. Um, he then he also played high school in California, South Pasadena High School. Went to open trials with the Dodgers. Tried that out um, two years in college in California. And then he went back to Taiwan where he served the military. I love that part because not only, you know, as you know, the Asian people are extremely disciplined um, and now you put them in the military and they learn even more. And there's so much to learn from that. So let's not waste any time. Let's welcome my good friend from Taishong, Taiwan, Larry Lin. How you doing, buddy? Hi, thank you, Peter. I'm doing great. Yeah. Uh, at 10 a.m. Wednesday morning there, right? Yeah, right, right. And, yeah, you know, thanks, I was- thanks for inviting me. Yeah, to your show. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. I love learning baseball from coaches in Taiwan. I, I know a lot of people. There are a lot of coaches and enjoy it. And uh, I'm looking forward to this very much. So let's get rocking and rolling. Let's just, you know, um, you, you obviously you you played it, you know, you, you, you're now coaching in Taiwan. You got your own academy, your own club. I watch a lot of your stuff on social media, a lot, you know, especially on Facebook. Great drills. What's great is you work with the young kids. We're going to talk about the young kids, but we before we do, I want the folks to know even more. And I've had some people on Taiwan before, but I want them to even more know about the system in Taiwan and baseball. I mean, you look at the Little League World Series, I think it was 17 years in a row they won, you know, the Little League World Series. And 
They've got a lot of great players that come up there. Tell us a little bit about how the system is set up in Taiwan when it comes to baseball at the young levels. Okay. Um, you know, uh, right now, uh, most of the elementary um, schools ha has their own uh, baseball teams. So they are willing to accept uh, kids from age uh, 8 to 12 who, uh, who is interested to, to play uh, for, for, for their school. So they have this uh, um, uh, particular uh, program um, so kids can uh, allow to join, to, to, uh, to sign up this um, baseball program. And they, they practice uh, every day, every, every day from morning to, to afternoon. Wow. Yeah, every day, every single day. I'm, I'm, yeah, they spend a lot of the times. Even, even on, on weekends, sometimes uh, coaches are, are uh, setting this um, practice uh, section on, on Saturday. And it's majority uh, um, uh, practice. So, so I would say um, kids in, in uh, elementary schools uh, has already uh, spent uh, tremendous times to, to, uh, to improve themselves and to become a better uh, baseball player. Yeah, what's it look like a daily schedule of a kid in school in Taiwan at that level? Like. Um, how many hours do they study in school? Then how many hours do they practice around? Okay. Um, some schools, um, they, they, have the, they have the morning uh, practice from 7 a.m. Wow. And maybe they, they spend uh, one, one and a half hours um, to, to do some uh, simple drills. And then they go to class. And then for maybe a couple of hours later, they, they, they go back to the, their uh, baseball coach and they start to practice more uh, until, until late, late, late afternoon. And then they, 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 they routine this uh, procedures every day. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I have to believe that, you know, these kids are in school and their coaches are educators. They're not volunteers. Um, that makes a big difference when it comes to teaching the game of baseball and the skills? Well, some, some of the uh, coaches are uh, retired uh, baseball player uh, from, from professional league, but uh -huh. some, some are not. Um, some, some coaches, they, they, they got the, 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 the baseball training and they, they got the certificates uh, from, from our uh, um, baseball associations. Um, so, so they have this uh, very well, uh, well known uh, knowledge uh, teaching baseball. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big difference because they're educated. They've played the game, but they also gone through certification through classes, you know, to be able to be a coach at that level. Um, and I think that's a big difference. Um, does the education, do the kids, do they suffer as far as education because they're doing baseball also? Yeah, I would say yes. Yeah, because uh, they the kids spend a uh, majority of time uh, on baseball practice, so they they only get uh, limited times um, doing their homework. Yeah, um, so so some schools they they ask a baseball coach to be part of this uh, mentor uh, after the baseball practice. They have to spend a certain amount of time. Um, 
watching kids doing their homework before they leave the school. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I like that. Um, you know, what's what folks on Facebook, if you got a question for Larry, Taiwan baseball is what we're talking about. What a great country. Um, not only just country itself, but also, um, you know, a baseball country that developed and produced a lot of players. They got a professional league there. I'm going to ask Larry about the professional league. I've seen it. I've been there. I've recruited players for the professional league before, um, you know, and, and how about games? How does that work with the young kids? Do they play games on weekends between schools or do they play during the week between schools or how does that work? Okay. Uh, majority, they play games uh, during weekday. Yeah. And sometimes they play in a, in a city, in, in their own city. And um, they, they, have, they have the all the um, local school teams to, to compete each other. And some games play outside of the city. So they have to travel uh, outside of town for a couple of days, st stay overnight. Yeah. So it's like uh, big leagues uh, players. <laughs> when you wow. go out the road and you have to stay in the hotel and then do some practice in, in the next day. Some, yeah. So kids uh, at this level, they... Uh, not only they spend uh, a lot of time in, in school practice, they also spend up time, a lot of time um, playing uh, when they go outside of town. Yeah. Wow. We're talking about eight to 12 year olds, you know, younger kids that are already getting ready like professional baseball. Uh, you know, Larry, do you see um, over the years that you've been there, is there a burnout with young kids or do these kids just enjoy it? It's part of their lifestyle. I know it's a, I know it's an honor. It's a culture there. Baseball's, you know, the, the sport. Um, but is there a little burnout as far as, you know, starting too young and they're doing too much? Uh, well, for my personal view, uh, I, I, I say as for them, it's right now at this age, uh, it's a li little bit too much. A little bit too much. Yeah. Um, yeah because uh, they, they get uh, this uh, routine daily practice. Um, so the, uh, the body, uh, the, their body, can, uh, I, I would say can, cannot take much, this amount of, uh, uh work, uh, versus, you know, uh, and you, you also get, uh, um, jobs in, in school you have to take care of. So some kids, they, they don't get enough sleep, uh, to be honest. Yeah, you know, some kids live, live very far from school. They have to get up early, very early, 5 a.m. to to uh, to commute from their home to a school to be able to make the 7 a.m. practice. So, uh, so at this level, I, uh, when I was in the States, uh, I, I saw uh, the kids at this level, at the elementary level, and, you know, they, they don't get this kind of... Uh, loading um you know to 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 focus on the things they like you know you know yeah. they just do uh, regular um school work um and they get a, a regular sleep not like the kids in taiwan uh you know as i mentioned earlier um they they have to get up uh at 5 a.m to to commute uh to school and start practice and then do doing uh, school work, and then after that doing more and more uh, baseball practice. So this is too much work. 
Yeah. Are there discussions? Are there discussions among the leagues, among the federation, uh, to reduce some of this work, uh, or maybe practices and at the schools? Um, actually, at the, at this point, I I don't see uh, any any changes um, no. plans coming from the uh, associations or or schools. Yeah. What but, what, what about the emphasis? Um, you know, practices. I mean, it, it, you know, the Taiwanese players are so good at the fundamentals. It must be something you just do all the time. Fundamentals, fundamentals, fundamentals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coaches actually. Uh, they they also learn uh, new new uh, drills um, 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 from from different ways, and so they they pass on these drills to to this youngster, and they they do these uh, drills uh, every single day to to improve themselves. And folks, if you want to check out Larry Lynn's Facebook page, just go to Larry Lynn. L-I-N, last name, and check out all his drills. He does a lot of great drills with young kids, and he's very good with the kids. And, and as you know, is when you're good with kids, it's a lot easier to work with some of the older players. Um, Larry, what about um, an example, number of practices throughout the year compared to number of games? Are there more practices than games? Uh, yes, yes. Um, um, right now, a... Uh, the I would say because uh, for the last two years, uh, due to the pandemic issues, uh, the games uh, has been reduced, and even uh, even baseball practices uh, had had also been reduced. And so right now, um, uh, all the schools are are um, starting uh, baseball um, practice every day. And so I see, I see uh, games ha have been uh, rescheduled and now, now uh, more and more games are coming up um, in, in, throughout the years. You know, uh, Chris on Facebook, a good friend of ours has a question. He says, what are things they do for the mental game? You know, baseball is a, a game really in the mind. And when you make mistakes, um, you know, you have to deal with them and you have to learn how to come back. Um, how do they, do they have a, do you guys teach breathing properly or is there, is there something you do to train the young kids on the mental side of the game? Uh, yes. Some coaches I see, uh, they, they, uh, they, they had, uh, they had, uh, um, after, after game meeting and they, they gave, um, um, some um, uh, mental mental uh, uh, instructions. Uh, let's say uh, they they gave uh, they gave uh, different situations and and ask kids uh, what would you uh, respond if you if you are in in this kind of situation, and then then they let the kids to to answer and they listen. So so throughout this uh, uh, this uh, practice. They, they st the kids start building up their their confidence. Do they do they allow young kids like when you're doing a drill? Do they allow them to ask why we're doing this, um, or is it is it you do the drill and that's it? You know you respect the coach. Yeah, uh, it, it, uh, for for uh, for uh, school coaches and even myself uh, when we do every every drills, we always uh, tell the kids. 
the, the purpose of this drill before, before, beforehand. So, so kids uh, would know uh, if they do this um, properly, they, they can improve themselves. Excellent. Um, Larry, your academy, you got a lot of young kids. Um, what, what's a, what's a, a day at the, at the club, a practice look like? Okay. Okay. For, for my club, um, uh, we, we only practice on Saturday. So uh, during weekday, how long? Uh, how long? Uh, I have two uh, two two clubs. Uh, one 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 group is from age four to four, four to seven. Wow! And then and then second group is from eight to twelve. And how okay. many hours do they practice on that Saturday? Uh, for for four to seven, they practice two hours, and the other group they practice uh, three hours. And what what does a typical practice look like? Okay, for for the for the age uh, four to seven group, uh, we we just um, do a very simple drills um, because at this level, the kids uh, they 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 can only understand a few of the the base. Uh, uh, how should how should I say this? Uh, when when they do every every drill you teach. They, they cannot fully do, do, do it properly. Absolutely. So you have, to, you have to do it very slow and then use a very simple word uh, to let them understand. Uh, so so at, that at that level, uh, we, we sometimes use um, game, game um, to, to uh, let them know that uh, you know, some drills can be learned from, from, from the game they play. Yeah, uh, so, but, but all the coaches uh, has to, uh, uh, you know, to, to, to still to teach them uh, the proper way of uh, fielding the ball or hitting the ball right. Yeah, yeah. But, but at this level, kids, uh, uh, they, they, they learn very slowly, slowly. What, what, kind of, what kind of baseballs are you using? Do they use regular bats at that age? No, we use, uh, you know, the, you know, it's a, it's a, uh, yeah, rubber ball. Yeah. Rubber ball. Yeah. Yeah. Rubber ball. And what about the bats? Uh, there, there's a, a aluminum bat for, for small kids. Uh, it's very short. Uh, it's a 25 inch bat and very lightweight, uh, bat. What's yeah. the what's it look like when you first start? Is there a warm up that you do? What kind of warm up do you do with the little guys? Yeah, yeah, we we do a uh, um, uh, simple uh, stretch, and then and then then next uh, we we do some uh, dynamic uh, warm up. Then after that, after that, we 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 take a short short break. Then uh, to let the kids uh, drink, take some water. Then we come back. To do more um, um, uh, fundamental drills, yeah. you know, before, like, like I get, drills. before I get to the fundamental drills, do they, do the young kids in in Taiwan, they don't get a chance to play other sports. Uh, there are many sports club, yeah, and so the they, parents... play, they play other sports. Yes, yes. So because I asked that because. Then you know if they did if they were only doing baseball, then you'd have to do a lot of work with their feet, you know, movements, 
to make sure that they're athletically getting developed. Yeah, that's 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 what also we 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 teach them uh, during dynamics. Uh, so we we have the uh, some um, some agility uh, tools to set up, and then we teach them uh, to to do some uh, footwork. Yeah, to do some footwork and to improve their their uh, speed, not only speed and their uh, body movement. Yeah, and that, and that's a good age to do it. Speaking about body movement, Chris even asked a great question here. Um, pitching and hitting or or fundamental skills. Do you stick to a particular fundamental that you teach, or do you allow their body to kind of naturally do it th- itself? Um. We at at first we we teach them fundamental uh, way to uh, to to do the the swing or to to pitch properly, and then during the process uh, as as the time goes on, and we will we will see each individual uh, how how they do, uh, and some some kids they they pick up um, and learn very quickly, and they 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 have very smooth. Uh, uh, throwing, they have a very smooth uh, fielding the ball, and so that, 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 uh, as, as a coach, you know, we 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 are very uh, grateful and see uh, this this kind of outcome. Sure. And speaking about hitting, you know, you look at the Japanese. Um, you know, they've studied a lot from the art of a kendo, the the swordsmanship. They use their hands a lot. Um, do the Taiwanese train a lot with the hands, or is it Starting with the lower body and then working up. Uh, it, in my club, we, we don't do that way. But in in school teams, uh, they do this kind of handwork a lot. Yeah. What do you do in your club? Um, I start from 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 bottom from from make sure the kids have a proper stand and make sure their their uh, body is uh, uh, balanced and then. And we so we start from bottom and then up, and then later uh, we teach them how to grip the ball, uh, how to grip the bat properly, and then how to use the 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 waist, and how to move move your front leg when during the hitting process, like that. Excellent. How about pitching? Um, what what are some of the specifics that you you personally concentrate when it comes to throwing or pitching? Um, at, at the young age level, um, we only teach them, uh, uh, the proper way to, uh, to, to throw the baseball, um, make sure that, uh, their elbow not too, not too low. So because, um, when kids, uh, don't have this, uh, baseball experience before, um, first time they, they walk in to my club, I, I see a lot of kids, they, they throw, uh, the the baseball with their very lower arm elbow yeah. like that. So we always tell them to you know bring up their elbow up and throw the baseball. Yeah. It, and, it, do a lot of the kids in Taiwan uh, on one team? You have many pitchers on the team, or there or is it like sometimes in the U.S. we have two or three, and that's all we use sometimes. Or do you have more pitchers on the team? Yeah, I I have um, uh, more than five five pictures on my club. Um, you know, for for uh, another group uh, from age 
8 to 12. Um, sometimes uh, uh, when we go to the game, uh, we, we set a, a limit for each kid to pitch in a game to, to protect their elbow. So, so uh, I have to train at least uh, five pictures uh, to, to be able to meet that uh, requirement. That's a good point. Now, in Taiwan, do most of the leagues have a pitch limit or excuse me, uh, uh, yeah, pitch limit as far as number of pitches they can throw? So that way you have to develop more pitchers. Yes, yes. There's a requirement, not, not only for a club and also for, for outside of the, the, the teams that in, in school, they, they, they have this requirement. When did that start? Oh, this, this uh, restriction already implements so, so many years. Yeah? Yeah. That's good. And, and so, I mean, we go, we talked to Larry Lynn. Uh, works with a lot of young, and their eight to 12 year old young school baseballs in school. So they study there, they go to school, uh, you know, so it's interesting. Uh, you know, Larry, let me, uh, Chris has another question. I'm going to take it. He, he had a question about hitting. Um, do they teach, or do you, or in general, do they teach um, staying through the ball, palm up at extension, and then after you're done hitting the ball? Um, sorry, Pete. Uh, can you repeat that question? Because uh, the Connection. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I saw the internet went up and down a little bit. Do they teach to go through the baseball, right? Through the ball with the palm, with the making sure one palm is up, and then after you hit the ball, then you roll over. What was that? Got me. Larry, did you lose me? Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I could not catch the, the last. That's uh, okay. Second. You know what? Explain, explain in hitting, just explain when you hit the ball, what the motion looks like. The, the, okay. The arms, what do they do? Okay. So, so most, most coaches, uh, teach kids, uh, when they do the swing process, Make sure the knob is uh, is parallel. Is parallel to the ground, right? Okay. So when when the bat is ready to go to the strike zone, then like that, like you said, pump up, pump down. Right. Yeah, that's 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 the term we use. Um, yeah, and pump up and down and stay through the ball as long as possible. Right. Right. Like that. Yeah. Excellent. Because uh, some some coaches, even myself, we we uh, study more uh, some coaching material. You know, actually, those materials are from the states. So so we have this um, very very uh, uh, advanced knowledge, and you know, and to to teach the kids using the, the most latest uh, baseball knowledge uh, coming from the states. So make sure. Yeah, no, no, it's good. And then let me ask you, Larry, the, as far as the pitchers, 
um, after they're done pitching, what do they do to recover? You know, to help them recover better. Is there exercises? Do you use bands or what do you do? Okay. Um, like like I, I tell my pictures uh, after the game, um, they have to take a, a certain amount of uh, uh, the recess uh, uh, depending on the number of pitches. Um, so so I follow I follow this uh, requirements uh, based on what I learned from from the coaching program uh, uh, from from the uh, uh, USA uh, coaching program. Yeah. So you you do you do some kind of bands? Do they run after they pitch? Um, do they do sprints? Yes, yes, I do that. I do that. Yeah. All that. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what, let, let me do this. Let's jump. I like to jump to the next level. High school, right? Is high school to the next level? Yes. What what does the high school system look like? Um uh, high school systems uh actually not not much diff, not much too much difference from uh, elementary level. They, they they also have a morning practice section and then they go to class. Uh, for certain hours, then they they go back to their uh, team um, and to do more uh, baseball uh, practice. How many games you think they play in high school in Taiwan? Uh, I don't have exact numbers. Um, I would say I would say twenty thirty. What when's the se- when is the season? Uh, now now. Starts now and ends. Ends, ends until late late August. Late August, and so they're they're playing 30, 35 games. That means they're practicing a lot. Yes, yes. Interesting, and, and then we get to the next level. Could be university and professional, right? Yes. Yeah. At at the university level, uh, the their season is uh, is also now. Um, so until late August, September, some, depending on how the, about the, the, the most, how about the pro league? What that, what's that look like? How many teams and where are they located? Okay. Um, right now we, we, we have five, uh, five teams, but there's going to be, uh, six number, number six teams, uh, join later. Uh, actually last, last week, they, they already, uh, 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 submit their uh, application. They they want to uh, to be part of this uh, professional league. So so they they will start the season next year um, uh, from from uh, from minor league level uh, because uh, for for the new team you cannot start with uh, major league seasons in in the first year. Okay, so there the six teams, yeah. And one one team is called uh, Fubang Fubang Guardians. Uh, it, the team is located in Taipei. Yeah, okay. yeah. And the second team is called uh, uh, Brother Elephant. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're they're actually the the headquarters is in Taipei, but their main stadium is in Taichung. That uh, which, which which you you have been to. Yeah, yeah many times. And and yeah. the and the other thing I was going to ask you about that was. Some of the teams play in the same stadium. Yes. 
right? They don't have their own stadium. Not all the teams have their own stadium. No, no. All the stadiums in, in, uh, in Taiwan are built by uh, government. So, so the, uh, the, the professional teams, they, they pick what, what, uh, what the state, which stadium they like to be their uh, home court. So they, they sponsor, they, they, they sign a, a long-term agreement with, with city government. Okay, so from, for example, from now on until uh, 10 years uh, later, during this time period of time, uh, I, I'm the one uh, who can, uh, can uh, use this stadium and I, I will manage to, to take care of this stadium uh, from, uh, from hardware you know, to maintain the stadium improper, improperly. And you know what? Uh, the other the other area of all this is um, the fans. Now you've been the games in the states, and I, and I've been the games in Taiwan. Big difference when it comes to the fans. Explain how how the fans get excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very 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 uh, uh, unique. Uh, if especially for foreigners coming to um, to uh, Taiwanese uh, baseball games, uh, you see. Uh, uh, not only uh, uh, fans get excited all the time. You know they they have this uh, uh, churning uh, uh, tools. Yeah, yeah, and also they have uh, uh, cheer cheerleaders. Uh, yeah, dancing in 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 the, in the stands. Yeah. So from from very beginning until the end of the game, uh, you don't see uh, quite moment. <laughs> it's. Yeah. The game is always noisy. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. Compared to uh, games in the states, yeah, uh, fans are more enjoying watching the games. Uh, uh, unless, unless there there's a certain uh, excitement moment that all the fans in the stands were, were jumping and and cheering for the team. But sometimes they just. Uh, Sitting in a uh, in in a chair and drinking the beers, uh, talking with the friends, yeah. with friends, yeah, enjoying the game. <laughs> yeah, in Taiwan, I think they pay attention a little bit more to the game because they're constantly, you know, on every pitch, every at bat, um, they're always excited. Uh, you know, hey folks, check out Larry Lin on Facebook again. Larry Lin, L-I-N, on Facebook. Check him out. Yeah. Um, watch, you'll see a lot of his drills up there. Larry, you got a Twitter also? Twitter? Twitter? Um, yeah, no, no, I, I, I don't have that Twitter account. That's okay. There was a, a Chris asking if you had Twitter, but he'll check out your Facebook page. Um, you know, the other, the other thing I wanted to ask you was during the season in the pro league, they don't play a game every day, do they? No, they don't. They don't. Uh, because uh, they have to uh, uh, actually uh, every every series every series they play with the same team for three three days and then they travel to different city to play with another team. Ah, okay. So will they take a break during the week? Uh, yeah, maybe one one or two days. They they, they get the chance to. To, to break to, 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 to take break. a break yeah yeah i want to give a shout out to our friend michael johnston in kosovo baseball federation 
uh, Michael and I were together at the uh, WBSC European meetings and we hung out. We had a great time. Great coach, great person, great human being, man. Um, and a great friend. Uh, listen, uh, tell me this. What do you, as we come to the, we're closing soon here, but tell me in Taiwan, why do you, if you were to pick why Taiwan baseball is so good at the game at all levels, what would be some of the reasons? Mm -hmm. um, I think the players are uh, very uh, dedicated and love the games they play. And so I, I see from, from very young age, um, uh, the, the, the ball players are very uh, disciplined. Yeah, discipline and they always listen listen to the coaches uh, you know uh, one thing i see uh good thing about um youth, youth baseball in in taiwan is that uh whenever they have this um uh, meeting um uh, they also they always uh, take off their cap and and, and listen to the coaches and, and after that and they 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 play the games after the game finished they they take a bow you know they take a bow like like you know like i think in in japan they they do this uh also mm -hmm. they take a bow to the field and to to show the respect of the field yeah yeah they're taught at a very young age as soon as they start playing and i would imagine it's something that happens at home they're taught the respect of the other team the field, the umpires, you know, uh, the opponents, their, 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 their equipment, they're taught to respect that all the time. Yes, yes, yeah. Even for my club, I also teach that, that to, to those uh, youngsters, yeah, to, to take care of their, their, their own equipment and to respect their re equipment. And after the class, they, uh, they take a bow to their parents, uh, uh, sh uh, showing their appreciation Bring, bringing them to 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 play the baseball games, they they take about to coaches, they take about to their equipment and field. You know, and finally, you know, it might this is my final thoughts. I know Chris had mentioned the mental game. Well, I gotta believe that when you talk about respect, you know, when you're being taught at a young age to respect the game, to respect the umpires, respect the field, respect your equipment, to train the fundamentals to practice more than they play. When you add all this up, that really helps the mental game because it helps you deal with the failures a lot better than if you're not taught some of these things. So I think uh, you know, Taiwan baseball is doing some great things, been doing some great things for a long time. Um, and I think they're gonna always be there at the top when it comes to one of the best countries developing players in the game of baseball. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. All right, Larry, listen, I know uh, 10 a.m. You probably got practice going on sooner. What do you got happening now? 10 a.m. in the morning there. Yeah, um, actually later I, I, I will um, plan out, plan out the, the work, work schedules for, for this weekend's uh, meeting. <laughs> so every day, every, every week, uh, I, I, will, I will make different um, training um, plan um, to make sure that kids uh, getting different drills so so they can improve faster and faster you know what and that's a good point for coaches not only are they getting better at it um 
you're changing the drills up. It's also a lot more fun, isn't it? Yeah. You know, than doing the same thing over and over and over again, even though they're used to that, at least now when you start to mix it up, kids are more excited about coming yeah. to practice. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. This has been great. Larry, I appreciate your time, my friend. Uh, you have a great practice. Have a great practice today and I uh, wish you the best. I'll check you out. I'll be checking you out on Facebook too. Okay. Thank you, Pete. Thank you. All right. My All right, friends. That is Larry Lin from Taiwan Taishan. Great place. Been there, geez, probably in Taiwan maybe 20 times. Unbelievable baseball, unbelievable coaches, unbelievable people. Um, first, I want to thank Larry for being on the show. Second, our producer, Brian Crock with the Line of Media Group. Thank you. And of course, thank you to everybody on Facebook, social media for all the questions and being with us on a Tuesday night, Wednesday morning in Taiwan. Also, thanks everybody in the U.S. and around the world for always listening to the show. Do us a favor. Keep spreading the show. Check out BaseballOutsideTheBox.com audio. ESPN Honolulu, thank you for covering our podcast every time. And also, um, we're on YouTube, Twitter, Baseball Out. Follow us. Any questions, email me, Caliendo19 at Gmail. Hey, everybody, stay safe, be healthy. God bless you. And we'll see you on the next show. This has been Baseball Outside the Box with Peter Caliendo. Listen online at BaseballOutsideTheBox.com and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and all major podcast outlets. Join the conversation on Facebook and Twitter. Get all of our podcasts now at lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.